Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. I want to give a take. I want to be helpful. I want to share my experiences. And I feel like in a way I have put in the work to have a take. And Liz. Mind you, my husband is a major in the Marine Corps infantry. And he said, if I second thought every decision I made in a high stress situation, I would never sleep at night. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Happy Tuesday, everybody. New week, new me. How is your health girl journey going? I mean, hopefully we're still working out. Well, we worked out two days in a row. We haven't worked out today yet. But you had bone broth this morning. I drank bone broth and it was delicious. Yeah. I drank. I found it at um, Fresh Time. Are those everywhere? I don't know. Unsure. Anyway, I found it at Fresh Time. It was a chicken bone broth, but it was ginger turmeric. Heated it up on the stove, added a little lemon, and I slurped her like coffee this morning. And I, I mean, I liked it. I thought it was very yummy, very savory. It had 19 grams of protein. Mm-hmm. Basically a protein shake. Yeah, you know, really. like the collagen. Like, I'm just, what can I say? You're just such a healthy girl doing healthy girl things. I'm just like giving myself grace, being gentle with myself. I'm in my, my soft girl era. Like, what, what I'm not in is my boss babe era. I'm not in that. I'm in my soft girl era. I think you can be in both, Cal. Well, I think, yeah, you're right. Depending on the day. I really do think you can be in both. I think part of being a boss girl is taking care of yourself. Wow. Be the be the CEO of your own health. I just made that up. <laughs> just came to that me. was one of my best quotes. I am the CEO of my health. There you go. Be the CEO of your business and the CEO so... of your health and the CEO of your household. Amen. Amen. Boss girl. Anybody can be a boss babe. Anyway, all you basically do these days is make ribs in your crock pot. I just make ribs in my <laughs> crock pot in sourdough. Is it going to be ready for lunch? Can I try one? No, it won't. It's a crock pot thing, Cal. And then I have to broil it. And that extra step doesn't bother you. No, it doesn't bother it do- me at all. It's not that big of a to-do. No, it's, an, it's necessary. Because you take them out. Like, they need to be, like, crispy. You know, that crispiness, that, like, stickiness. Because then you make the sauce, and it's so good. And um, if you missed my rib recipe, we go join the Carpool Facebook group because someone, they posted it. The so. Carpool Facebook group is fun. Yeah, it is fun. I They do um, reaction threads for each episode and i just love reading them yeah and someone really wanted to trigger me and post all of their husbands and their christmas jammies and i had to look through all of them yeah so that was that was fun. fun it's a good time no it's a, it's, it's a good time <laughs> no it's a lot of fun i really really enjoy sifting through it every now and then um okay cal let me tell you what we have on today's episode we have a miriam webster award of the day wow yes, well read check yes being well read speaking of being well read book recap will be happening on Thursday's episode. Kelly needs to finish her freaking audiobook. Um Sorry. We have dumps slash story time. We have uh, content. Advice. Content we've been taking in. Yeah. We have advice. We have industry news. We, we have the, the drive-thru. Jam-packed. So, so without further ado, it's time for the Merriam-Webster Word of the Day, where we learn new words so we can be well read. I need to make that rhyme. Today's word is skulk. Skulk? Oh, let me let me have them say it for you. Skulk. Skulk? Skulk. Skulk. S-K-U-L-K. Skulk. It's like when you skulk in it's like when you skulk in the corner. To skulk is to move around or hide in a stealthy or secretive way. Look at me. Yeah. Skulk. 
A person or animal that is said to be skulking is often assumed or considered to be up to some form of wrongdoing or mischief. She's skulking around the corner. Yeah. Okay. Skulk. Um, I don't know why whatever does not use the word sneaking. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. Sometimes it's just like stop making up words. It's like what the Gen Zs do. It's like sometimes the English language just feels the need to like make up words for things that already exist. No, it's so true. Basically, like, yeah, the English language gives Gen Z. It's ever evolving. I just don't know why we need so many different words for the same thing. I don't know. Me neither. That's what makes it's things. kind of annoying, honestly. Um, do you have anything on your dump? Anything you want to say? I mean, bone broth was like kind of like my oh. like bone broth was like the biggest thing I've been doing. Yeah, because you did it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> And we've had a really busy morning, which we're going to get to with industry news. But like I it's between what's happening on industry news and between the story you're about to tell. I don't think I need to take up airspace. Okay. Well, I kind of teased everyone on my Instagram stories. I loved that you did that. I didn't intend for it to be this um, click, not even clickbait, but this this big thing. I just really feel like some content I don't want to share on Instagram. And I just need a longer form where I can explain everything. And also... My most recent reel is currently going viral on Instagram, and I hate going viral, I've realized. This is the second time I've gone viral, but the first time, it was like this sweet video of me and Maddie, and now James is involved, and I'm just like getting a lot of very weird comments that I don't like. Yeah. So all that to be said, I've been getting like more followers from that reel, and I don't know who these people are. Like, they're not my people. They're not the carpool. Okay. This is a safe space. I really wish you could like adjust your settings to like not go viral. I agree. I would like I don't want to go viral either. I want all 570 or however many followers I have 475,000 of my followers to see my reel and nobody else. Like I hate and that's I think a problem that people have with TikTok is like yeah it's always like the the term is like ending up on the wrong side like this reel hit the wrong side of TikTok and then you get cyberbullied. You get cyberbullied and here like and I'm just um like a mother. Like I can't imagine the girls who are posting the slightly more thirst trappy things and or or are maybe like younger and just innocently posting things and then they get on the wrong side. Like I one thing about me, I will delete comments if you're mean. I will also block you if you're mean. So that's my what I do. Um and so I was deleting all these comments that were like very inappropriate about like my appearance and stuff and it I just I can't imagine if if you were a younger girl and or like posting actual you should just turn the comments off on the post I mean, it's probably a good idea i'm really not enjoying it and let me say one more thing about it so the real that it was it's it was on christmas and it's hysterical it's hysterical and it's the rugrat sound where angelica goes i got sponsor billeries now and then the rugrats go sponsor billeries and she goes it means i can't have fun anymore for the rest of my life and it's like me with james like pov my first christmas with a baby overwhelming whenever my regular people saw it everyone's like this is hilarious now it's getting into the people who are like well then you shouldn't have had kids then or thanks wow your child is going to see this and realize that their mother never wanted them like it is the most unhinged crazy things and it's just those people those people you know who are like well then you never should have had kids then don't have kids yeah or like they it's just no they don't because anyone else would understand it I know. It's just bizarre. It's bizarre. Anyway, so all that to be said, I wanted to share a story, um, but I didn't want to share it on my Instagram. 
So a few nights ago, something kind of scary happened. Um, <clears throat> I said on my Instagram, it was an accident. Not we didn't we did not get into an accident, but it was an accident that happened involving my car. So when I got home from the grocery store, um, I closed my door and I went to get James out and my keys got locked in the car. Well, bet let's back up. Explain. So it's that's the so that's where we're going with this. James, James, James got, got locked in the car. Here's how I don't totally know how it happens. I have a couple trains of thought of how it actually happened because I have a remote start car and the keys were in the car. And most of the time you, you have she has a keyless entry. Car, I have a keyless not, entry car. Yeah. Most of the time um, when your keys are in your car, it will not allow it to lock itself if the car is not on. The car was off and the keys were in it. So I get out of my car and I go to open up James's door and his door was locked. So it's like, that's weird. So I go back to my door and I hit unlock and I also hit open trunk. And it's like, okay, I'll just go grab my groceries really quick. James is, you know, probably sleeping. Um, so I unload my groceries. I close my trunk. I go to open his door and his door is still locked. So it never unlocked. So my two trains of thought on how this happened is either one, when I thought I hit unlock, I actually hit lock. Or B, my power trunk has a lock button. So if I if I hit lock, it will close my trunk and then lock all the doors in the car. But I've done that and it doesn't lock the front door if the keys are in it. Uh, and it could have been both. It could have just know. been a weird combination of both. It also could have been... I would want to check. I need to check the settings in your Pathfinder because I have heard there is a setting that once your trunk if, if all your doors are closed and you close your trunk it'll lock the rest of the car but i still don't know if your keys are in there it's it's bizarre and i would have never expected it to happen and i think as i mean it very well could have happened to me it could have literally happened to anybody no it could happen to anybody and, and it's kind of honestly a crock that it's stupid that the that 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 would happen like something feels like i just don't know something went wrong and that's what I'm not understand. I don't know how it happened. So irregardless, one other thing that it could have been, which I don't believe it is, but I told my friend this story and she said the same thing happened to her, except her baby was not in the car. Um, her key fob battery was low and it kept alerting her that it was low, but she was like, okay, whatever. She wasn't going to change it. And then her keys got locked in her car because it didn't sense that the key was in the car because her battery was too low. Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that could be a thing. So I have no idea how it happened. Luckily, I had my phone. So um, my phone wasn't locked in the car. So I, I want to try to recreate it. Like when you go get your new car, get it, get ask them for the spare key because you should have both keys. No, let's finish this. Let me finish the story. And I we can do that on the current car I have because I still have it. So first thing I do is freak out. Second thing I do is I call Kelly in a panic and I say, come over right now and bring the rescue me, which is the window shattering tool. So Kelly was at home without home alone with her three children, loads all of her kids up in her car with their jammies on. No one has shoes on and like in such a rush and drives to my house. In the meantime, I get a hold of Maddie and I tell him what's going on. Um, and then I call my dad and I say, Hey, James is stuck in the car. I am shattering the window of this Pathfinder because it's a demo. It's not my car. Um, and he's like, yeah, that's fine. So, um, Kelly eventually, eventually gets there and we try and shatter the front I, window. I got there pretty fast. 
it felt like hours it was like 15 minutes it felt but it was also so long i mean it was a cold night like which i mean it was a cold night better than like a scolding hot day but it was stressful james was crying yeah which it just sucked it was horrible horrible i was bawling my eyes out it was awful so we try and shatter the front window we've done the rescue me like so many times from filming uh ads with it and so i have like i get while i'm waiting for you i go get sunglasses so nothing shatters i get gloves on just you know i'm taking the safety precautions the front windshield or the front um passenger side is not tempered so it does not shatter kelly grabs it out of my hands and shoves it into the rear uh the rear uh passenger side door of which you didn't have to do because i had all the safety stuff on but kelly kelly literally panicked and just shoved it in and then i like gently pushed some of the glass inside the car so i could unlock it grab my keys unlock the car kelly grabbed james and everything was fine but it was so i have to get so i have a shattered window um and so that's why i'm saying we can try and recreate it because my window shattered so we can easily get back into the car i see what you're saying um so a couple of things that I learned from this situation. Number one, I probably should have called 911. And there's literally an ambulance or there's a fire department at the beginning of my neighborhood. And I, I, I did not think of it at the time. I just thought I didn't either. I just thought I have to get this baby out of the car. I know Kelly's 15 minutes away and I know the rescue me will do it. And I kind of thought that the police department would just shatter the window anyway. Honestly, I kind of did, too. I, the people who I've talked to who've said this has happened to me was my our mother and then my mother-in-law. Um, and they were like, we called the, they both called the police department or fire department and they came and like shimmied the lock. And so I just, I don't know if they could do that on cars now. Like cars are so much more advanced than when my, when they were in this situation. So I don't know what they would have done. Um, I'm sure they would have not ruined my car, but whatever. I got my baby out. Um and after the fact, I was like really kicking myself about it all. And Maddie gave me just like the best advice, which I just think is good advice for anyone who is going through a high stress situation and then thinking about all the things that they could have done differently. And he said, mind you, my husband is a major in the Marine Corps infantry. And he said, if I second thought every decision I made in a high stress situation, I would never sleep at night. You got the, you got the job done. You yeah. got him out cleaning up the glass, getting a new car, ordering new windows, everything you have to do after, who cares? You accomplish the goal and you can't think about it for too long. So that's my story. I thought, I mean, I, I'm still with you. Like, I can't believe it happened. And I, I was kind of feeling the same things. I'm like, and I, I even was like, I feel so stupid. I didn't even like, I told you not to call the police. I, I thought I call 911. I said, said no, no, I'll get there quicker. And, but also like I, and I, like, I just know this about myself. I'm actually not very good in high stress situations. Like, that's why I think, well, you specifically, but also me, like our husbands are like way better at those kinds of things. Like I yeah. don't, I just, I don't do well. Like, and it's like something I don't love about myself. Like, I wish I could like think more critically and like get things involved but like i just hear my nephew's locked in a car i have a window shatter and we i've also like done it a hundred times so i'm like oh i know how to do this no that was like i know how to do i know how to shatter a window that was my exact thought too because i was like i wanted to call you first because i knew that i would get him out like i didn't know what the police 
would do. I didn't know what that process looked like. And by the time I had already called you first, knew you were on your way, then I had to call Maddie. And then I called dad. And at that point, I'm like, if I call the police and Kelly's going to get here, we're going to have shattered the window and the police would have come out here for like nothing. And I, I mean, yeah. felt, which isn't true. But like, you, you know, I just I don't know. You're not thinking clearly. And at the end of the day, whatever, we got it done. And it was the most um, for my first truly chaotic moment and scary moment as a mother it was completely controlled and james was completely fine in the situation yeah it was way worse for me than it was for james like he was not hurt he was safe inside of a car and fleece jammies inside of my garage yeah so and he was in there for 20 minutes maybe i know so yeah it was trauma (laughs) and then my my I'm still using keepsake, which I still really love keepsake. But my question that I got like after I'm like feeding him after the whole thing went down and the prompt that I got for that that day was, what were some recent mom wins you've had this week? I'm like, oh, and then you burnt dinner. And then I made dinner and burnt it. Literally, I've never. She made her one pan jan and burnt it. My one pan jan did not turn out. I burnt it so bad. I threw it away. I threw it in the trash. I had cereal for dinner. Not my day. You should have just made cereal for dinner after a stressful day like that or gotten like Culver's or something. You just Well, I had bought all the stuff. I get it. And it's supposed to be easy one pan. <laughs> I know. And it, it was gross <laughs> and it didn't turn out for me. So anyway, that was my story. Well, anyway. We should try and recreate it. I think there's a lot of life lessons. One, don't assume that your oh, yeah, keyless entry car lessons. won't lock your keys in it. Two, be careful about like closing the trunk without another door open. Three, call the police if you lock yourself in it the other thing too where it could have been avoided is um since i was at my house i don't have a spare key because it's a demo i'm going to make sure that they give me spare keys in the future yeah because it's too precious of cargo like if my car would have just locked i'd have been like oh this is inconvenient maddie has to take james to daycare but like someone will bring me a spare key or i'll get it unlocked but when your baby's in the car my window's getting shattered one thing about me my baby's in the car window's getting shattered yeah Totally. One thing about me, windows getting broken, new car totally. on the way. Anyway. Totally. So what else do we have to talk about? Well, I think like, you know, since we just basically expose ourselves as a couple of people who can't handle situations and don't always have the best advice, let's just like move straight to advice, our advice segment. Oh, no, we want to do concept work consuming. Oh, okay. That's probably better. Content work consuming. I have a good one. Okay. Apple TV lessons, lessons in chemistry. Oh, yeah. I know I have I mean it is such a good story it's so well done you know when you just turn on a can you tell me the story without giving things away or do I not want to know no I'll tell you the story so uh it's based in the 50s and it surrounds this woman Elizabeth and she Mm. is a chemist now being a chemist being a female chemist in the 50s is not an not an easy time and it goes throughout her story and her highs and her lows of trying to be this female chemist. And long story short, um, as she's trying to make money because she can't really make money in the chemistry field, she um, stumbles across this opportunity to be a to be on TV and have a cooking show. She's also a really great cook and she uses like chemistry in her cooking show, which and speaks to women um, That's fun. as if they're intelligent and not just housewives which is at the time like very much like how the i don't know how the show portrays it um that they were just like making shows this that were so mm, 
so just like not educational and just speaking to women in a very elementary way. And she's like, so if you bake your potatoes on this due to the conductivity and blah, 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 blah. And anyway, she becomes really big. I haven't finished it, but um, I have cried so many times. Oh my gosh. I need to watch this. I've cried so many times. It just goes through like such like raw... Not that we can relate to anything that that women went through in the 50s, but it just like shows such raw like womanhood and motherhood and just like what I can imagine isolation would have felt like. Um, Or like you can imagine yourself going through these situations, but like you have your you have your support and to like not have the support that she didn't like she didn't have support in anything. And it's just it's a really good show. It was a book too. Grayson read the book and she said it was incredible. I know I actually have the book and i'm trying to decide if i want to just watch the show or if i'm going to get around to reading the book i don't yeah i don't the show's great it's on apple tv i'm really enjoying it cool i'm not really watching anything i'm still kind of on my young sheldon grind it's so funny it's like um it is a for the most part a pretty like safe show to watch with your kids and our new thing at night is like you know we like let the kids watch like maybe like one show before bed but now it's like hey if you you can either like go to bed or you can watch an episode of sheldon with me and like they want to watch oh, show. okay that's funny <laughs> and like i don't even think they want to watch it but like they don't want to go lay in their bed yeah so literally i make them i make george and hattie like lay in bed and we watch an episode of sheldon and i mean like there's there's definitely parts where i'm like okay but well, they don't need to like hear this content like this is a little inappropriate okay but for the most part it's like a silly just like very easy to watch yeah show so I'm so watching, you're still on Young Children. I'm just on that, and besides okay. that, I haven't really been listening to. I just much of anything. I just got a new audiobook that was recommended. Um, it's called Hunt Gather Parent. What? And it's a parenting book, and I just started it, but it was highly recommended to me. Um, Who recommended it to you? A girl in my Bible study, and um, it is about. This woman who's trying to like figure out how to or the author is trying to like figure out how to parent her daughter and she ends up studying like other parenting techniques across the world and also in ancient cultures and are finding a lot of similarities and like what what's kind of like going on in, in like America versus other parts of the world oh, and I how in like stuff. other parts of the world like the kids wake up and they get their their siblings ready for dinner or ready for the day or they like go and unload the dishwasher mm-hmm. or they're just like helpful and they're like a part of the 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 household community and not just constantly needing to be entertained or just want to have fun or just want to play or like hating chores so i don't that's all i know about it i just started it but i thought it was really interesting and i just love the idea of studying other parenting uh cultures and ancient cultures as well yeah. because guess what they've been doing this since the beginning of time i really enjoy reading parenting related content in books and i kind of feel like parenting is i think sometimes like books by actual experts are kind of a vibe and not mm. always like and this is coming like from a mommy blogger herself mm. not always taking like instagram's advice yeah but also like and like really going into like like i'm reading I'm reading it very slowly. It's like my while I rock Fred to sleep book, but I'm still reading the whole brain child. Mm. And it's I'm not sure I'd recommend it because it's a word salad like it is. It kind of talks in circles, but the concepts themselves are very interesting. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of. I just think like 
I think you forget that like sometimes if you don't know, if you like want to read a book and you don't know what to read about and you want to like I don't always love nonfiction. No. I don't always love fiction because mm-hmm. sometimes I want to feel like I'm like learning something. Yeah. Um I think parenting and marriage books you're oh, you're you're able to directly apply them to your life. Yeah. Yes. Like even if they're even if your marriage is great mm-hmm. and like you're an amazing mom, they're still guaranteed there's takeaways because those those are those are things you're doing. Like I don't always think like a self-help book or like a career book is like for everybody. Mm-hmm. Even people who have careers are like need help. But I think like those parenting or marriage books are great. I agree. I it's yeah, something you can relate to and something you can you can it's action items. Yeah, I read this um, life. I read a marriage book called a wife in pursuit and it's like a 31 day challenge and it just gave you like 31 things to do because why not and it's just like it was wonderful even if it's you, wonderful even if you have like a wonderful marriage um i think you can always be doing more and like working on it more and like doing more for like, I the would person so. who you love and so that's what i'm saying with the 31 day challenge even if like you guys have got it all figured out and you're like you've got no problems like that could be an additional thing to make yeah. everything even better totally um so i would just say like if you're looking for if you're itching for a book to read pick up a parenting book pick up a marriage book yeah pick up a faith book and like read something like that and not like don't i mean the four-hour work week like dragging on you're still listening to it no i'm done okay today's episode is brought to you by rocket money i think one resolution we could all work on this year is getting a hold of our subscription services and saving money i know for me i was paying way too much on tv subscriptions i wasn't even using or that i signed up months ago and forgot to cancel it wasn't until i got rocket money that i saw all my monthly subs in one place and was able to get a hold on my spending Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. I can see all my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So stop wasting your money on things you don't use cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash carpool that's rocketmoney.com slash carpool when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply um okay well let's move on to our advice segment we've got two questions okay (laughs) what this comes from jen she goes that's she goes jennifer that's actually my name but you can change it if you want but i don't care (laughs) this comes from jen jennifer she says I'm really needing some advice on sisters. I'm pregnant and due with identical twin girls in March, and we are so excited for them to get here. Congratulations, Jen. That's awesome. We really want them to be close and the best of friends, much like you guys, but I'm at a loss on how to do that since my husband and I each only have a brother. I just feel inadequate to speak on the sister's experience. I have no idea how to instill that sisterly bond that I want so deeply for them while allowing them to be their own person. Is there anything you guys can think of or is there something your mom intentionally did when you were little that led you guys to be so close? Here's what I'm going to say to you. I would not put that pressure on yourself 
to make sure that your daughters form a sisterly bond. I think that um, ultimately that is something that actually doesn't involve you. And that's something right. that will be right. with your daughters. And if they're twins, especially, I think that those I think twins immediately have more of a connection than even just siblings. Um, so I I actually am trying to I just want to like give you some hope in saying that just raise them. Well, I always think that like some advice because we always get asked our mom always get asked, like, how do you raise kids that are so close? And I hate to say like, it's like Liz said, like she didn't. Well, she did and she didn't like when you have a big family, we had five. She had five kids in eight years. You didn't always get the one on one attention. And I mm-hmm. think so many parents are scared of like what that could look like for their kids. But I think what that gives your kids is the ability to be closer together because like mm-hmm. Liz and I would rely on each other or like I would like, you know, do that with Grayson because like mom was doing something with Craig. And like, mm-hmm. I think that was actually beautiful yeah and like yeah sure there were days where it was like oh i'm i don't want to have to be the mom or like i wish we had more attention but like overall i think it okay it gave us some grit like you know you're fine it's it's fine yeah i i kind of think like allowing them um just just time and like i don't know if this has anything to do with it but like our parents did like our dad worked really long hours and then he would he also made sure that my that they would like go to dinners a lot together or like travel a lot together so it's not i'm not saying in the slightest that our parents were not around when we were younger because they our mother was a stay-at-home mom and she worked so hard as a stay-at-home mom but they did take a lot of time for themselves which i say that that left us you know with a babysitter yeah yeah. or with you know an aunt or an uncle or with someone and so then like that's time where we're gonna play together like we're gonna be together and it just it really didn't involve our parents that much. (laughs) And I I also think Elizabeth and I have always been close. We are the closest we've ever been though. Yeah. Don't you agree? Yes. We, we didn't, we weren't very close in college. Uh, We were close in all throughout our life. And And then college in college in the sense, like we didn't talk every day and now we talk seven times minimum a day. Yeah. So I just like also wouldn't be worried if they go through phases. And again, it's like, it's their journey to, it's their journey to figure out. And, um, yeah i don't know i on giving them their own identities i would just you know spend time with each of them individually and talk figure out their personality and what they're interested in but yeah that's my advice on that okay that was a good one okay and now we have a car question Cal. oh hit me i'm ready okay my husband is looking for a new midsize suv he currently has a 2013 ford edge and it's about to bite the dust we have two kids a four year old forward facing and a one year old rear facing his car isn't our main car she drives a honda odyssey so two row preferred but the three rows are fine if the car isn't too big he loves the drive of his edge he has it has a very strong heavy suv feel if that makes sense so he wants something similar but no jeeps or subarus so so far cal to keep you updated we're looking for a new we're looking for a mid-size SUV that's comparable to the Ford Edge. They have two kids. Um, the budget is 30K. Looking for a used car, but with some good tech. Was thinking an Atlas or maybe a Santa Fe, but wasn't sure if the Santa Fe had the drive he's looking for. So they do want a third row, but comparable. She said she said she doesn't. Th- two is preferred, but third, but three rows is fine. Two, okay. But the, if it's if it's a smaller yeah, 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 third, yeah. third row. Um, I... 
there's a couple different directions. I actually think the Santa Fe is a very good option. Mm -hmm. I would say as far as a bang for your bucks concerned, I think you'll be able to one. I think Hyundai's have better tech than Volt, especially than the older Volkswagen Atlases. And I don't think a new one's going to be in the 30 K budget. So like if I'm comparing like a 21 Atlas to a 23 Santa Fe, I bet they're about the same price. And one, the Volkswagen, the Atlas doesn't have as good as reliability as the Hyundai Santa Fe. Mm-hmm. And two, the tech's better in the Santa mm-hmm. Fe. So I would probably take Atlas off the list. Um, I think the Santa Fe is a really good option. Did they say what they don't like about their Ford Edge? No, I think they really like it. What the years? only th- It's a 2013. And here's what I'm going to say about the um, drive and the size, because she said it has a very strong slash heavy SUV feel thing i'll say about that with it being a 2013 um i don't think i think any car new used car that you're going to buy it's going to be kind of hard to recreate that same like drive and feel because i do think cars are like much zippier they have like a lot of the adaptive uh like emergency braking and she does like that about no like i don't think the 2013 has that so like i'm saying this to say that when maddie gets in one of my new cars he gets very frustrated with how with the the drive because there's so much tech surrounding the drive so i would for sure recommend that you um test drive everything but he, she says a strong heavy suv feel in the edge i'm sorry they like that or they, they like that oh okay okay mm-hmm. but i'm just saying i don't know if you're going to get that necessarily um, in a new car uh, well i think yes or no i think i mean a l- little bit depends on like how tight the suspension is and yeah. i know that sounds like kind of like buzzwordy but like I, I do understand what they're saying but i still think you're almost going to have like culture shock going from a 2013 to any newer vehicle yeah um that's what i'm trying to say yeah i mean i think like a, a, another car i mean I, I think the hyundai lineup is great i think the toyota rav4 is a really good car mm-hmm. i also d- I mean, I like the Ford Edge, like maybe a newer Ford Edge. Yeah. I mean, the thing with the RAV4 is it's going to feel smaller than the Edge. Um, I think Santa Fe offers good tech, but then it's like it's getting redesigned. Then it's outdated. Like if you had a 2013, are you keeping this car for 10 years? Is it going to bother you that you're going to be in an outdated car for the next 10 years? So I would maybe look at another Ford Edge. Um, If you really like want to go Volkswagen, because you and I think Volkswagens would offer that like, you know, that German tighter steering, maybe something that you like. I think the Atlas Eh. I think an Atlas Cross Sport maybe would be a better option. I think you would get a, a newer one with better tech at a lower price point if you went for the Cross Sport or if you went for the Tiguan. Mm-hmm. So okay. those would probably be the cars I'd recommend. Okay. I like it. Um, okay, Cal. Well, now it's time for industry news where you share the hot tea going on in the auto industry. Eek. Okay. So I, if you guys remember, my word of 2023 was bold. And that's where I was just like ready to like have a take like I always talk about this no one has a take anymore especially like my I don't want to call them my competition but like people who are also reviewing cars and I mean this out of respect but like their content is really great videos and really informative but it's not really a take no I want to give a take I want to be helpful I want to share my experiences and I feel like in a way I have put in the work to have a take well and i i agree and i also think we have 
a take that people are looking for because I think other car reviewers are just reviewing it for who whoever they could be for the moms could be for the dads could yeah. be for the single and like anyone who's single it could be for anyone and like you are reviewing specifically for a parent so like does this function for a parent is the question you're trying to answer yeah. during every tour and I don't know I'm, I'm very proud of ourselves because I've waited like I said until I felt like I had ground to stand on until I had experience so we've been at the car mom three and a half years I've been a CPST for two and a half years. I have three kids. I've driven and I really feel like I've driven and spent time in all of these cars. I am so much more knowledgeable about the car seat setup now than I even was when I first became a CPST. So all I have to say is we're doing a car mom car of the year. Mm -hmm. And I honestly, in a way, never thought I'd get here because I thought like, oh, who am I to say what the best family car is? But that's not necessarily what I'm saying. But I'm saying here's the car that I think deserves to be the car of the year to do this we are only looking at cars who received a significant refresh redesign or it was a new release this year so i'm not we're not judging every single midsize suv because then it would be like a lot more difficult because like then my opinion on the kia telluride like shouldn't change year to year it would just be confusing so it's just who did something new and then we picked five categories and we started at a 10 and then we went through the car and then we deducted points as needed. So we did not compare these cars against each other because also like that wouldn't be fair to compare like mm-hmm. a luxury car to a base car to compare like a five passenger. Like we, did, we didn't do any of that. Um, and we narrowed it down to four finalists, which I think I'm going to share our four finalists. Yeah, I think you should. And then the car of the year will be announced. We already have it selected, which is very exciting. And it was a total, I guess you could call it blind because I didn't know I scored them all like we had a discussion we did our research it took us like several hours and then I didn't know how the scores were going to pan out yeah until Elizabeth added them up and told me Mm -hmm. it was yeah the car we went with was different than the car that you would have blindly or that you would have just thrown out I was like oh I think it might be this one and it wasn't which which but the one you thought it was got second place yeah I'm very excited yeah and and I so what are the four okay well let me say one more thing I feel like so good and so confident in our decision and Mm -hmm. i think like it's it feels very data backed in a way and i could tell you like every reason why i could tell you why everyone scored every single Mm -hmm. what it did okay so it had to be again redesigned released this year and it had to be available for sale Mm -hmm. so like the 2024 traverse and acadia are not on here the Kia EV9, not on here because those are not available for consumers. Mm-hmm. And like, I haven't driven any of them. Yes. So our four finalists are the 2023 slash 24 Honda Pilot, mm-hmm. the 2023 Toyota Grand Highlander, the 2023 Lexus TX, and the 2024 Volkswagen Atlas. Eek! Wasn't the TX a 24? Oh, yeah. What did I say? 23. Yeah. So they're, they're all, it doesn't really matter. Like, uh, yeah, it doesn't it, matter. The, yeah. The TX. Yeah. TX Grand Highlander, um, the pilot's redesign only of the pilot and redesign of the Atlas. The pilot's a little confusing because like the pilot came out in January of 23. Yeah. And it was a 23. The other ones have come out like this summer and they were technically a 24. But I'm not like splitting hairs on model years. Trust me. I lost sleep over like deciding which cars could qualify. Yeah. So anyway, that's our top. Those are our top four. Yeah. So be uh, on the lookout for content surrounding that. Did you have any other industry news? Or- no. What else is going on? Everyone's talking about it. Well, you just announced it, so I don't think anyone knows about it. Well, I talked about it on my stories. Okay. And I'm really hoping, like, I just think it's important 
to do for like what's the word I'm looking for I think it like not validates I don't know I mean my dream would be like my long-term dream would be like you know Honda like wants to like advertise that it was like because they do like it was it was the motor trend suv of the year it was the car and driver suv of the year like i would mm-hmm. love to live in a world where like i go on their website and like it's like oh is the car and car of the year like yeah. that would be freaking incredible can i yeah. like that would be incredible and then it's like oh now we're actually making changes because like they want to score well based on our criteria and yeah. next thing you know then like everything makes sense like then the cars are better and i just think like to make change, you kind of have to like, you kind of have to like have it like you just kind of have to hold people like hold the manufacturers accountable. Yeah, and that they're and they're really seeing these cars to be family cars. So if you fall flat on a big category for families, you have to take a look at yeah. this. The scores overall though were very close. They were and, all very close, and, and very it's not good. even like I don't even think. It would. It's not even fair to say like, oh, I would always choose the winner over the other three because that's not at all what it was. Mm-hmm. It's just who I really felt like re- released or redesigned a car with families on the four. Can we tell them the, what the five categories were that we looked at? Yeah. So it was um, comfort, safety, value, technology, and car seat capability. Yeah. Those were the five categories. Car seat slash like passenger capabilities. Yeah. It's cars. We looked at the car seat uh, technology, and then also if it had like a car seat tilt and things like that. Yeah. So I'm really excited, and uh, I hope everyone gets behind it and gets excited to to see the release. Well, and you just can't take things. It's also just like I sometimes you know you end up on the wrong side. Like some of my Subaru Ascent content ended up on the wrong side of the internet. People just get so like, why don't you like my car the best? Yeah. It's like I can't like every car the best. I don't not like your car. But also spot the lie where like you pointed out things you didn't like about it. And it's like, that's I point not- out things I don't like about every car. And also you're like, you, so you like that? You <laughs> you like that about it? Like, <laughs> well, and it's also it's just an opinion. It is an opinion. And I'm not saying you have to take my opinion. Instead, you can take the opinion of the person who only test drove two cars if you'd rather. Yeah. Or you can take the opinion of someone who has test driven every car is a CPST. And I mean, I mean, Liz can attest to it. Like, all I do is read and listen to things about these cars. Like, mm-hmm. it's like I've just become addicted to it. And I just, like, want to know the most. And I also want to know the most. Like, and I think you and I have gotten a little bit better about a lot of our takes have nothing to do with our personal taste. Yeah. I mean, some of them do. But, like, I don't know. Maybe that's what people are sticking around here for. I think I have good taste. <laughs> so. <laughs> you have. And it's also just so funny. Like, yeah, I don't like the Subaru Sense M- infotainment system. Find a publication that does. Subaru knows that sucks about it. Like, find someone that does. Also, if you like it, then good for you. Congratulations. Here's a freaking gold star. Who cares? But, like, there's no way you... I could show you ones that are better. And I'm not saying I think you shouldn't have bought that car. But, like, you can say something you don't like it. If if there was a knockout, dragout, perfect mom car, no one would listen... No one... That wouldn't have a platform. Exactly. Because it would be obvious. Exactly. Anyway. So, anywho, with that, that's our episode. Well, we have this to the drive-thru. That's so true. We have Ditch to Drive Through, where we give you an easy dinner recipe to mix it up to, to get, get you, you out, out of your dinner, dinner rut. I know this is going to be like really specific, but I want to share two recent Costco finds that have really helped me ditch the drive through. Okay. Let's so hear. if you have a Costco membership, this is for you. If you don't, <laughs> it's not for you. 
this is my sale to try to get a Costco. I really think Costco memberships are incredible. Um, okay, so I am always looking for like a quick and fast protein, right? Like we all are. And Costco has these amazing pineapple chicken meatballs. And here's what I like about them. One, they're fully cooked. Like I love, it's, it's a brown and serve kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or it's like an air fry and serve kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So they're these fully cooked chicken pineapple meatballs, which are a delicious flavor profile. Yeah. I made them with some Trader Joe's um jasmine rice in the microwave some broccoli and some primal kitchen teriyaki sauce delectable yeah that sounds great delectable like buy all those ingredients yeah that sounds so easy and like you know what's nice is it's like i have you know of course costco this and it's 60 meatballs total so like you buy it once you get some of the sauce like you could make all of them and do them for lunches like they'd be so good for lunches but it's also just like now I can, I can make that exact same thing again because like I have another pack of it in my freezer. Love. Love. Costco also sells pulled rotisserie chicken for 14 bucks. I think it's <gasps> two rotisserie oh. chickens and they say hand pulled. Oh. Which is like, yeah, you're paying for the convenience because the rotisserie chickens are $5.99 and you're getting like two for 15. So it's a little bit of a, but you know what? Felt worth it to me. Not have to get chicken hands yeah and i would have never gotten as much chicken off like when i get a rotisserie chicken how much chicken do you i mean i feel like i waste a lot of chicken yeah because i'm not gonna like get every little piece off yeah so i did that and with it i made chicken salad chicken pot pie and chicken quesadillas um that is awesome you know what i just did because i made a chicken pot pie last night and i just use a chicken breast and i didn't realize how easy it is to just boil a chicken breast and then shred the meat <laughs> no i know like do you know how easy that is yeah i've done it before it's so easy Mm -hmm. why don't we just do that um it's not always that easy well in a lot of ways it is always that easy in most ways when is it not that easy i mean the the rotisserie chicken adds more of a flavor profile like i guess i think it depends what you're making like but yeah i mean if you're making chicken pot pie like i think yeah you could do it that way or like buffalo chicken dip i want to make buffalo chicken dip i've been craving that well the super bowl is coming up Ish. I, you ever just like want to like make yourself some buffalo chicken dip though and just like like a single serve because like um, no one else in my house would eat it but me you know what i uh used to make that i would do like a pulled chicken and then i would do um uh frank's hot sauce with maybe like some greek yogurt and then mix it all up and then i would cut a pepper in half put my chicken combination on top put cheese on top and air fry it yeah Dip it in ranch. Like it smack. That it's sounds like so it smack. good low carb mm-hmm. high pro low carb high pro low carb high pro. and that's our episode you guys thanks so much for tuning into the carpool podcast um uh, if you drive a ford Ed- no we already did that oh my gosh they're discontinuing the ford Ed, aren't they oh don't you remember talking about this yeah wait yeah that's so sad. So, so that's, maybe you can't get a Ford Edge, Jen. But maybe you should get a used. Maybe, but maybe get yeah, it. Yeah, but a used one. Yeah, maybe. Maybe get it. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, let's just let everyone have a week off, ourselves included. Yeah. I you mean, know what? Stop reviewing the podcast. We have too many five-star reviews. Yeah. It's just getting to be too much um, at this point. Just kidding. If you want to say something, now is your opportunity. So thank you so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.